Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. People are still sending us their uh, tattoo pics, yeah, sleep, that. kind of explaining what, what it means, why it's okay to ask, why it's not okay to ask. So uh, I feel like I've gotten yes. a little bit of information, but not as much as I'd like. I, I'm still going to wing it. See that one from Scotty? I do. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, he's got one, two, is that five? I can't tell if that's part of his beard or a fifth tattoo, but he's got some stuff on his face. Yep. Yep. Just kind of give us a little video of what's going on. You, you feel better or worse about your, your level of knowledge where you are right now when it comes to dealing well, I, with I, I wasn't helped. Tats? I wasn't helped because I, I feel the same way. I think the what we were trying to get at was those who have face tattoos, are we allowed to stare at the face tattoos? Right. And I don't think anybody's really answered that question for me. So I don't feel any more comfortable than I did an hour okay, let me, ago. Let me ask it a different way. Yep. You are going home from work today. Mm-hmm. You decide to stop off and grab a sandwich. Yep. Okay, you walk into the AM, deli. AM, PM is your yep. spot, okay? Mm-hmm. You walk into AM, PM to get a corn dog, maybe? Is that what we're getting? Or are you just getting one of those sandwiches out of the refrigerator? Sushi. Okay, sushi at yep. AM, PM. And the guy behind the counter's got face tats. Mm-hmm. Do you stare at him, or do you look at your wallet very intently while you pay for your that sushi? That one I have more of a chance to stare at because I actually have to interact with him. So that one I'm more comfortable with. Plus, there's usually glass in between me and him. <laughs> So if he wants to come after me, I got a second. I understand. I got a second to exit. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Don't forget, listen up all day today. We got bash for cash. If you can predict the Dodger or Angel player to hit a home run for tonight's game, you're going to win tickets for the MLB All-Star Saturday Night Festivities. If you get the inning right, you'll also get $100. And if you picked any Dodger yesterday, it was Trey Turner was the guy, he, uh, our winner yesterday Trey, from La Habra. Inning. Yeah, he said fourth. Yeah, uh, the Dodgers only had three hits, and none it's of them were in Colorado. Part. Yeah, that, that's in Colorado. That's not good. I want to talk about Tyler Anderson coming up a little bit later on because, Al, when I get something right, I need everybody to know that I got something right. So, you know, we we will do that. Um, Anthony Davis was drafted by the Pelicans 10 years ago today. Mm -hmm. Number one, one and one, as they say, right? The first pick of the first round. He was the consensus number one pick all around. Um, His career is really extraordinary. He's he's been in the league tenth year, right? Or this will be his tenth season. Eight All Star games, four times All NBA, four times All Defense. He was a member of the seventy fifth anniversary team. Only seventy five guys are on that team. One of the seventy five best players ever. He's an NBA champion and was an essential piece to winning an NBA championship. Yep. And yet. For me, and I think a lot of people, when I look at Anthony Davis, I'm like, yeah. it's been great, but boy, I would like to see a lot more. A lot more. Not enough. I mean, I, that's the best way to put it. Listen, let us not let, let me not try to dis, disparage what he's already done, because I think what he has done, the resume speaks for itself. But this is my only question with Anthony Davis. He's 28 right now. Where are you going? If, if I got a graph right here, and this is your entire career, And when you started at age 19 with the Pelicans and you're slowly moving up in that graph and then you get to 25 and you're still moving up and then you start hitting the question of, 
okay, I can't go any further with the Pelicans. I can't. I, maybe it's the organization's fault. Maybe I can only take my game to a certain level. I don't blame him for not winning a championship or getting to the finals no. with the Pelicans. Then you get to the Los Angeles Lakers. Now it's like, okay, now is the next level of his career. As good as he was on that team, as good as he was individually, as great as he is as a two-way player, you reach a point with the Lakers, bam, your first year you get an NBA championship. And like you said, you're an incredibly important piece to that championship team. That was at age 26. Mm -hmm. What has happened since then? Nothing. You start going down on that graph. Literally nothing. Okay. You're... The way they say it in the NBA, I know for all sports it's a little bit different. Your prime is supposed to be 28 to 32. Okay. That's kind of now maybe that's getting a little bit. maybe Your physical that, skills are still at their peak and your mental skills are as good as they're Everything's be. meeting. Yep. At the, now maybe that window's a little bit further. Guys like LeBron are showing. Steph Curry was unbelievable in the final. Guys are, are, are showing that maybe that could be sustained for a little bit longer. He's 28. And the last two years... The Lakers are where they are because Anthony Davis wasn't the player that he was over the first seven, eight years of his career. Mm -hmm. I know it wasn't like he was playing 80 games in that, but your availability has a lot to do with your career. And I think that it wasn't even times last season that even when he was playing, Trav, where's AD? I don't yeah. feel Anthony Davis. If if I'm looking at, can I? and I know some people don't like to make this comparison, but I'm going to make it because it's the best comp that I have. Giannis's career keeps going up. Giannis hasn't hit that, well, this guy now is running into problems or his impact isn't there or he's not improving his game or he's not dominating certain games. AD's has. So I don't know if AD's stock that was just climbing, climbing, climbing up to 26, now that has gone down, is it going to go back up? And I think that's what we're all waiting for. I think you nailed it. I, so here, here's the thing. When you got a guy that's made eight all-star teams in nine years – it's really hard to criticize him. When he's been four times All-NBA in nine years, you sound like a chump saying, ah, yeah, but, right? But there's a huge yeah, but, and, and, and you mentioned it. It's not just that he missed half the year last year because he was hurt. That, unfortunately, happens, right? Guys get hurt. Some guys more than others, they miss time. That that We get really, really spoiled when we start complaining and comparing guys to LeBron James and Kobe Bryant, these guys that just really never miss time, mm -hmm. right? They're the exception, right? Those guys are not the rule. They're the weirdos. Most people are going to miss some time along the way. Maybe Anthony Davis misses a little bit more than the average guy, but it, it happens. Guys get hurt. Kevin Durant missed a whole season. It, it, it happens, right? Okay, fine. Put that in a separate category. It's the other part that you mentioned that's really disappointing with him. And I want to I start with what you said about Giannis. I have never watched a game with Giannis and thought, oh, gosh, I didn't realize he was out there. Never. There have been times where it's like, I can't believe how good this guy is. There are times with, man, he's having a terrible night. It happens. He, you know, every, LeBron James has had bad games. Kobe, Steph, they have bad games. It's fine. Never with Giannis are you like, oh, yeah, I guess he is playing tonight. And that happens with Anthony Davis. I don't even want to say occasionally. What's halfway between occasionally and frequently? periodically yeah you could say that yeah okay mm -hmm. it, it happens much more often than it should it, it should happen almost never yep no one will complain if you have a bad night once or twice a month but you know you know why they will complain you took 10 shots you didn't get to the free throw line 
dude, you're Anthony Davis. You're one of the ten or twelve best players in the you league. Have seven rebounds. Go. Go. So I, I think, but that, that's that's the part of that's it. That's the part that is is why when we're talking about the the only reason this is even a topic to me, and I think it's a good topic, mm-hmm. is. Is because of that. It's not because he gets hurt. A lot of guys get hurt. It's not because he hasn't been great. He has. It's that, can we maybe not have a game a week where it's like, that was a whole lot of nothing. That's the problem. That's the part that drives me. I'm curious about what Laker fans think about it. 877-710-3776. 877-710-ESPN. Ten years into the league, and maybe even more specifically his Laker tenure. Three seasons with the Lakers. What what is your takeaway with Anthony Davis? He's got a championship. He's going to the Hall of Fame. I, I like mean, what 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 do you want? I like comparing him to the other big men because there was a time where he was kind of the class of the big men. That if you were going to mention the big men in the NBA, you were mentioning Anthony Davis first. He's first, in, he's not in that class anymore. No, currently today. He's not where Jokic, Giannis, and Embiid are. No. Period. No. So anybody wants to make an argument, oh, it's because of this, that. I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think you can make that argument. You know, do, do you know the category that he's in? He's in the category that next tier, which is DeAndre Ayton, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Davis. I'm sorry, but he is. If you're not in that first category with those three players, then you must be in the other category, and the other category includes those guys. Does it bother him? I mean that that's the million dollar question, right? That does that bother him? I think it you know never thought of it like this. I mean, I take AD it, over it, and in Carl Anthony oh, Towns, course, but I'm so saying that you're not in that top so would 3 I. category. But you know what it is? And, and I just honestly, it just popped into my head. He's got a little bit of Travis in him. And what I mean by that is yesterday I was super angry about the uh the Mandy's, right? That I just I can't believe we didn't win the Astley, blah 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 blah. And today I'm over it. Like it doesn't stick with me a super long time. So Anthony Davis will get criticized for having a game where his impact is is you know marginal at best. And he goes, all right, well watch this. And he goes out there and he kills. Like when he says, well that's not going to happen again. He almost always comes back the next game yep. and kills it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't last very long. It will still get another one of those a week later, ten days later, a couple weeks later. That this michael jordan kobe bryant lebron james steph curry things that 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 thing where once in a blue moon maybe i'll lose it but i get it back right away he's on it off it on it off it that's that's not what great players do i think it's a good it's it's a good description of ad like i like how you kind of move the pelican window out of the mix and just say hey just look at him 10 years in he spent three years with the lakers um I think we can always, will always appreciate that. Okay, he was a key to winning an NBA championship. However, if you told me, hey, what have you thought of AD's tenure so far as a Laker? I'm not, I'm not taking anything away, but to have one, like let's just say as an example, you won the championship, and then the other two years you just lost. Mm-hmm. They were tough matchups in the playoffs, Western Conference Finals, whatever the case is. Like when the Lakers lost to the Boston Celtics with Powell and Kobe, Boston might have just been better. They beat them. <laughs> right? Like, they beat them. It's okay. It happens. But it went from the absolute top to so quick where he really wasn't a factor over the last two years, and that's what makes this conversation they, interesting. And, and what, one of the things that changed, too, and this is where Laker fans can absolutely relate to this, when you are a star in New Orleans, right? 
your expectations are basically can you get out of can you can you pull an upset and beat somebody? When you're in the, first the face round? of the Smoothie King Center exactly arena. Exactly right. Exactly right. Right. That 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 has a certain amount of cachet or or doesn't, right? When you are the second best player on the Los Angeles Lakers, when you are arguably the single most important factor in determining whether or not you're a championship caliber team, the expectations that come along that are different. And he's one for three. He nailed it once and he's missed wildly twice. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. What do you think, Laker fans? Plus, um, I I'm was on the right Smoothie again. King website, by the way. <laughs> Something raspberry razzmatazz, or that's is that what they Jamba should call Juice? it. They should actually, instead of calling it Smoothie King Center, they should call it like one of the actual drinks. Peanut butter mood. Yes. <laughs> I think Peach that's sunset. A, I think yes. that's a Jamba Juice one too. I like the people that go to Jamba Juice and get the the Jamba Juice one that's got peanut butter and chocolate in it. Isn't that kind of defeating the purpose? I mean, it's it tastes hey, I've good. gotten that before. I I, I get it. I'm, I'm, it's, it's good. It's peanut butter. Of but I thought it, the whole point is making a lot of protein choice. inside of, of course, it. It's going to the gym and just watching one of the games on TV. Take that uh, twenty two hundred uh, calorie chocolate and peanut butter smoothie trying to eat healthy trying to bulk up just bulking up <laughs> that's uh, next. Bro, you're 100 pounds overweight you don't need to bulk up anymore all right you're gonna have to stand back because i'm taking another victory lap when we come back got got some news too on freddie freeman oh yeah all about. right that's next it's travis lee 710 espn hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com. Cates has sent me a long list of things to do in Arizona when it's 150 degrees. Oh, that's his spot. Yeah, yeah. he went to uh, U of A. So mostly restaurants. And so we're going we're gonna to probably hit all of them for a period was of time. In... Yeah, I flew into Phoenix, and I was going to drive to Sedona from there. Okay. And he gave me some suggestions, places to eat, everything. Don't trust him. No, I'm just <laughs> That's his place. He was no, a U of A guy. Yeah, I'm not going spot. to Tucson because OVS, but we're, we're, we'll be spending it in the Phoenix area. He's got a lot of recommendations. I If I you don't come up back, a frat party. How, how tan should I be by the time I get back? I'm going to spend a lot of time in the sun. All right, but do you um, – are you – Okay, how do I describe this? Some people they could sit in the sun for fourteen hours, like yeah. Berg. Remember Berg no, was I'm talking not like about that. I, I'm, I and he said nothing. I will, will turn red briefly and then turn brown. Yeah, yeah. I will not burn. Once I'm burned once, I'm. Are good. you Dominican? No, okay. Guatemalan. I, <laughs> but no, I. I but that's, that's a lot of time. That's in the a sun. lot of sun. That's a lot of time in the sun. We'll see. Okay, let's try a quick phone call. Let's go to Sean in Lomita. Sean, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Sean? Sean, three, two, one. Sean's not there. Okay, so no, let's wait for him. Yeah, well, Sean, are you there? Hello. Hey, Sean, welcome yeah, to the hello. show. I've been saying hi. Anyway, but you're so right about AD. I mean, I understand if you disappear offensively, you may have a bad game or something. They're double teaming you, but what about the other end? Where were you when you were leading the the Lakers in steals and block shots and showing up, making a difference at one end? Defense is always there. Offense can come and go out day by day, but you should always be there on the defensive end, making his presence. 
Number two is, um, as far as um, Kyrie Irving is concerned, the first step in the trade has already happened. Westbrook had to get signed. Kyrie had to get signed. And third, I'd like to say, an economy you guys forgot is A1. My, do- my mom rather always dips her french fries in A1. Uh, so what do you guys think about that? So the A1 thing, Al, yeah. there's not- the only thing you shouldn't put A1 on is a steak, <laughs> unless it's a, a you know cheap steak, whatever. That, yep. then that's fine. But good steak, leave the but A one. It's it's tangy. Yeah, so it's can, a little sweet. It's a little fishy. A A one is a yeah. tremendous condiment. Dip them in everything. Tremendous condiment. He said a something. Boot. He said something about flip flop. Just whatever, whatever, whatever you got. Like I got a nice little pair of uh, reef flip flops, a little A one on the heel. Just take a little nibble off of that. It's terrific. Just not bad. Wonderful. No, it, it just uh, the texture. I like the texture. <laughs> it's tangy. It's brown. I forgot the rest of the call. A <laughs> D. What do you say about him? He needs to show up on the defensive end. See, you got to get, you got to have like so many voices in your head like me. Do you can keep them? All, I'm friends with all of these things. I got like 30 things going on in my head at any given time, and I can usually remember like 25 of them. Ad defense. He show actually, up on that. No, end. it wasn't that. It was the Russ Kyrie thing that he oh, said yeah, for a quick too. second. So Brian Windhorst yesterday talked about this. I think he actually talked about it this morning as well. That this thing is still not potentially dead with Russ and in because they both had to sign to do a trade. Tell me why Brooklyn would trade for Russ. Tell me why. There's there's one reason and one reason only. Okay, there, that and, there's a third team involved no, and they're rebuilding the that, whole I thing. Mean, that, that maybe, but no. The, the reason is is I cannot stand to look at this guy's face another day. That's the reason, right? And, and sometimes it gets to that point. I don't think that it is, yeah. but the, the the reason could be. The, the the weird quotes, the refuses to play, yep. the refuses to buy into the team. He's holding his own practices. He's undermining the coach. At some point, it's just like, you know what? No. You know what Russell Westbrook's not as good of a player. Yeah. Russell Westbrook is not going to be with us past the end of the season, but I can't live with this guy anymore. we got to get him Do out. you know what gets in the way of that? It's KD's on your roster. Yeah. And that's the, 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 the KD piece of it, which, you know, he'll play out the rest of the season there. Um so I, that, that's the only thing I want to kind of clarify. I, I don't think Brooklyn is in a position to say, yeah, we really want Russ. Maybe a third team. Maybe. But, but if you trade Russ or if you trade Kyrie, then basically what you're telling KD is we want to blow this whole thing up. Yeah. That's and, what you're and, saying. And he doesn't want to be around no. for that. But then no. that brings up the possibility maybe they really want to blow it up. And if KD, Could be. You know, then what can, what can we get for him? Probably mm-hmm. a whole hell of a lot. That's which, a different if conversation. Did, if he didn't opt in, then I think – that would have been more realistic. Okay, so Buster Olney, who covers Major League Baseball for ESPN, tweeted the following. Sources. Freddie Freeman, who has told friends he's angry with how his free agent negotiations played out, is changing representation away from Excel. He is currently listed as being Mm self-represented. Okay. There are a hundred different ways you can take that. Yep. There, there, there really are. So you kind of have to build the puzzle, right? Got to be a little bit of a detective. And what else is going on in the world? Okay, what, where, where did the Dodgers just play? Colorado. Before that. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta, right. Okay. They were in Atlanta. What, what took place other than the Dodgers winning two of those three games? What happened in Atlanta? Clayton Kershaw having his comments um, that I think 
I think really I, I don't know how much other people thought it was a big deal. I thought that was a really big deal yesterday. It wasn't and I nothing. Know, and I know we were in the middle of doing all the Mandy stuff and all that stuff. It wasn't nothing. That was not a small quote I to agree say with you. hopefully we are not second fiddle. I agree with you. Emily, do me a favor, Kershaw. put that other quote back up on the screen from Kershaw uh yesterday because I think you're right. But what else happened in Atlanta? Got his ring. Yep. Um very emotional. There you go. Um, there you go. The what the Friday was pretty much dedicated to him the entire day. Tears, yep. emotion, yep. incredibly, you know, um compelling and 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 deeply emotional moment for him. He goes back to where he'd spent his entire career and to your point, shortly thereafter, the Clayton Kershaw like, "Hey, uh would you mind?" You know, what he said was, "It was cool to see the reception on Friday. He's obviously been a big contributor for our team." I hope we're not second fiddle. It's a pretty special team over here, too. I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll really enjoy it. It was a good night for him on Friday. Put all these things together. There is a read. I'm not saying this is what it is, but there's a reading where it's like, I made a huge mistake. I wish I were still in Atlanta. You don't have to squint real hard to come to that conclusion. Am I, am, am I wrong? You can read all of these things together. The reception in Atlanta. Clayton Kershaw's comments, him firing, because the, 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 the story about the agent goes like this. He gave the Braves an ultimatum thinking he was going to get everything he wanted and more, and the Braves said, no, we're not doing that. And, and, now then, they went, a, and then they went and traded for yes. a younger version. Yes. Um, a first baseman. Somebody yes, that think, hey, you take the torch. And he never wanted to leave, and then he was in a position where it's like, now I can't go back. That they, they botched the negotiation, and he put himself in a box and he couldn't go back and now he's it kind of fits doesn't mean he hates it here doesn't mean he's not playing hard doesn't mean he's not doing a really good job but it could you can easily put all these things together and come up with he wishes he were still an Atlanta Brave so this is where I would be concerned I'd be concerned if we're sitting here almost halfway through the season right we're just about done with June and Freddie Freeman was batting 230, 240, you didn't feel like – you felt like he was distracted. And I'm not saying that he's not distracted, but you felt like it was affecting his play. Mm-hmm. And I think right now it's safe to say his first three months as a Dodger, this Mookie, Freddie, Trey is just stupid. It's like it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. These, these, What do you mean these guys are all batting back to back to back? Absolutely. I don't think it's affected his play. Now, however, that could just be simply he's that good of a player – and um, he can find a way to kind of once the game starts, be in a, a mode and a rhythm. He's been this much of a vet and everything else. I, that that, that kind of takes me back to the Kershaw thing. If Kershaw is saying what he's saying, is Kershaw trying to send a message to him like, hey, buddy, um, yes. I'm not sure if you know what's going on here, yes. but uh, we kind of need Ow. you here. For the Los Angeles Dodgers, they spent six years. What is it? Hundred thirty, hundred sixty-two million. Al, it's yes. That's exactly the way that I read this thing because you, 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 he, Freddie Freeman is a professional baseball player. Whether he's wearing an Atlanta Braves uniform, an LA Dodger uniform, Cleveland Guardians, Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. When he gets in that box, he's going to swing the bat the way he knows how to swing the bat. Mm-hmm. He knows how to do that. He's very, very good at it. There's a difference between that and I am fully here with you guys. And not, hey, listen, I'm hitting 300. I'm doing my thing. But, you know, man, I really miss my friends. It's different. I really miss my old team. 
I'm going to read it again. He's obviously been a big contributor for our team, and I hope we're not second fiddle. It's a pretty special team over here, too. That is exactly what you just described. That is exactly this. Hey, listen, man, I know you're playing well, and I know you miss your guys, but look around at what we got here. Look at what we're doing. Are you are you 100% with us, or are you still pining for your, your old squad? And all of these pieces together paint a picture where he's looking at it. And, again, it's not performance, so maybe it doesn't matter. But the big it picture is – I think might. it will matter. The big picture is I really miss my friends. I really mm-hmm. miss my old teammates. I really miss my old city. And you know what? I just fired the guy that brought me here for a whole bunch of money, and, yep. and I just got rid of the guy because I feel like the negotiation didn't go the way I needed. He got a ton of money out. You don't usually get a giant deal like that and then fire your agent. It's not typically how that goes. The I, I mean, Just your opinion on this. You think Kershaw's had side conversations with him? I would bet you that he has. I, I would too. I would be Clayton Kershaw's opening move is not to say something to the newspaper. And the reason why I bring it up that way is because yesterday I was saying I don't really like that Kershaw said that publicly. The more I kind of think about it, the only thing I could piece together is Kershaw must have had conversations no with this guy privately and then reached the point where he's like, okay, um, this just happened. You got your World Series ring. They're chanting Freddie, Freddie in Atlanta. Like, this should be the moment where you say, I'm done. That's done. Yep. Let's go play some baseball. Yep. Let's represent the Dodgers we're supposed to. Let's turn the page. Make sure my family, my this, my that, my mental state is in the right place. Kershaw's probably only coming out with that quote if – he had conversations privately, and it, it didn't get the message across I, that he was hoping I, I, for. I think you're right. I, I'm sure there was. it was this, right? If I'm channeling Clayton Kershaw, okay, let me get my left arm loose and put on number 22. It's, hey, Fred, come, you know, let, let's go grab a beer. Let's, or come in early tomorrow. There's a couple yeah. of things I want to chit-chat with you about. You know, you, the, the, the whole Atlanta thing, it's really starting to rub some guys in a weird way. Not the end of the world, but just be, be aware. Just be aware that that mm-hmm. stuff's kind of – it's just landing weird in the clubhouse, just just so you know. I don't want it to get – just just so you know. Breaks up, comes a couple weeks, month goes by. Hey, you know, that thing we talked about a month or so, just telling you, still kind of in the air in the room. It's not a big deal, but, we, you know, just so you know, it's kind of landing weird in the room. You, just so you – and now it's – okay, we're done with this. We went. You got your ring. You got to cry. It's Move fine. Move on. Let's go. Let, let, let's go. Are you with us fully or you still miss your old squad? That that's what that is, and, and hopefully it lands right this time. Because to your point, it hasn't affected his performance, but Freddie Freeman's one of the best players in the league, and, and you need Freddie Freeman mentally there. No it's question. one thing in June; it's going to be a whole different thing come September. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey guys, Travis, how's that uh, coffee stain going so far? Um, hold on, let's it's take growing. a look here. Al, you tell me. Um, I, I really need to see it. It's it's bad, but not devastatingly so. It's right here. I'll see the little yellow that's kind of turned since then. Kind of looks like a Michigan. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. 
It's bigger than I thought. I'm not. I'm serious because I wasn't looking at Italy, and you're not looking to the right of it. There's another stain. No, I, I'm well aware of the one to the right of well, it. Well, then why are you pointing at the because other one? Because that's the larger saying, one. There's like if if Taylor's right about Michigan, this is the main mission, then this is the UP. This is the <laughs> Upper Peninsula here that just is kind of over there by the side. A lot of people think that's Wisconsin. It's not. It's that's actually the Michigan Midwest. On the top. Is on sure. <sighs> Thank you for reminding me, Emily. I appreciate oh, you're it. Welcome. Somebody I actually had don't somebody, smell like coffee. Somebody had um, advice of how to get that off. Did you see it on Twitter? I did. Yeah, that's from Warren. Um, and yeah, I mean, cold water. It's gonna take and then a little, a little work. dish soap. Yeah, yeah I, I have. Take your shirt off. <laughs> I'd rather roll around in the mud before we get to that point. That's not happening. What do you got? All right, Travis. So since you're going to the airport, I have a few airport themed uh, factor caps. So right. you are very organized when it comes to going through the security line. You know exactly what you're going to do and you do it. Travis, factor cap. Fact. I'm a member of society, Alan Sliwa. I like to respect other people's time as much as I respect my own, and I would like everyone else to do likewise. When I get in that line, I know exactly where everything goes. I know to take my laptop out of the bag. I yep. know my shoes and belt come off and go in the bin. And I go through that thing, and that's how it goes. And I wish everybody were on yep. top of their game the way that I am. I am an A-plus airport person. You don't want me in front of you. I'm a little disorganized. Let me explain <laughs> the disorganization. I feel like every time I go to the airport, the, the rules change. <laughs> that's kind of true. Sometimes I could have a belt on. Other times I can't. Sometimes they say, hey, don't worry about the laptop. Other times it's put the laptop in. So I'm just waiting for them to say what they need me to do. If I knew every single time it was that, got no problem. But when there's just that 20% chance I don't have to do any of that stuff, now we're making eye contact. I'm looking. You already got all your stuff off. How <laughs> I could see you taking your jeans off and just <laughs> walking in in boxer shorts. How long has it been that we've had to take our shoes off at the airport? It's 10 years, right? At least. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that, that we've been doing it? Yes. Where uh, we, longer before, than that. Before you Lo- go through the, the x-ray I machine. Think, I think th- 2001. since 2001. Okay, so 20 years. Yeah. Okay, it's been 20 years since that you've 9/11. had to take yep. your, your shoes off. We're still arguing with people about that. Oh, I don't have to take my shoes off because that's what we do now. I know. I'm not arguing that with part, it. That may, part you're right may, about. May, maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I'm not a mm-hmm. TSA person. I'm not in charge of Homeland Security. What do I know? But if they want us to take them off, today's yeah, not the day they change the rule. Listen, have your shoes off and don't argue with the but guy. The person that's arguing about that is also arguing about thirty-eight other things uh, on their way to their terminal, and they're always in line in front of me. <laughs> and then, and then they order their eighty-six step uh, Starbucks order yep. in front of me yep. on the other side of the terminal as well. Taylor, what about you? I'm just doing whatever whatever they tell me to do. Hey, Taylor, you know, just following the rules. I like help that. expedite the process. Yes, thank you. Just not trying to get patted down, you know. Unlike Slee, I get patted down too. <laughs> Do you really? I've got. I've definitely. If got you hold your arms up wrong, they'll pat you down. Like there's a bunch of reasons. Yeah, I I, mean, I have never gotten selected for secondary security. Got patted it's down. Unpleasant. I've had something in my bag before where I think it was like too big of whatever liquid. Too much shampoo. Whatever it is, right? And then all of a sudden, cream. all of a sudden, it's like the whole suitcase is open. <laughs> the way they're the way they're going through. Where it, are you I'm coming like, from, Mister Sliwa? Where's your final destination? Business I'm or like, pleasure? Guys, those shirts were folded. <laughs> Can we keep some order in this suitcase? Not a chance. One time, I went through the line and uh, I forgot that I had I'd put a uh, like necklace in my pocket that I was uh, trying to take somewhere and I took it out because they were it, I obviously got it flagged 
and I got a compliment on it because it had an inscription on it, and the person was like, "Ha ha, this is pretty funny." And I was like, "All right, cool. That was my that made my day at least, even though I didn't follow the rules." <laughs> so, Bonus. Um, another thing that we do at the airport is we are always looking for an outlet. So you hog an outlet at the airport just in case you run out of battery. Alan, factor cap. That's cap. Um, the I feel like the outlets at the airport they don't really charge anything. Like it keeps you at forty seven percent, but it doesn't get you're you to, for the tie. Like me and Demarco with our food, you play for the tie. But it doesn't get you to eighty four percent. Is what no, what I'm doesn't. looking for. So because it doesn't, I'm like, well, I'm not going to sit here and just stay at it. I'm pretty good at making sure my stuff is charged if I'm going to get on a plane. But I won't hog it, not because I'm a nice guy, but it's more because I'm not moving anywhere. This isn't going up. <laughs> I I uh, yes, I do because my phone sucks. My battery, I. Plug it in before I go to bed, right? It's on the table. I wake up to the 100%. By the time I get to work, it's like it's 74. I haven't even used it yet. It's just off of the charger. By the time I am get back in the car, ready to drive home, I'm in the teens. My phone is just a piece of junk, and it doesn't hold the charge. So whenever I can find a charger, if I'm at 92%, I am staying on it until it's 100, and I'm staying on it until they call my where, row, and then I'm getting on where the do airplane. You, where do you charge your car, mo- or where do you charge your phone most at home? Well, in the car, it's uh, the car for me is everything. Car, the car for me is where my when I'm phone in the car. Charges. It's plugged in, and the second I get home, I have to plug it in or get the portable Damn. one. To, it, my, my battery, if you just left it alone, it die in three or four hours. It sucks. It's broken. It needs. How to old be, is your phone? I don't know. Old. Mine's old. Two thousand one. Yeah, I that. mean, it's two thousand one. Yep. Emily, you might be able to. I mean, how old is this phone? It's old. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's about four or five years old. Yeah, something like that. Oh, you still have the home button. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's at least five years old. My brother. I got the home button, <laughs> There too. you go. See? Oh, my gosh, got guys. A fingerprint on there. Yeah. I don't want to take your face. Man, I get enough of my face as it is. There's too much face for my phone. Taylor, it doesn't all you? fit. I hang off the sides. My yeah. phone can't connect to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't hog these. I, I don't have this problem. I show up prepared to the airport. I hog it because I'm just like, I, I, my phone doesn't even die that quickly. I'm just like, what if? I always just want to have a full charge when I go on a flight because I like to watch movies and TV shows on my phone on the flight. So I am taking my first red eye ever on Thursday mm. night. So I'm leaving LAX at... LAX. Don't go to the wrong spot. <laughs> Licks. Yeah, LAX. Licks. I don't know where that is, but <laughs> don't go there. Uh, at 11.55 p.m. And so red eye flight is better than uh, a... Middle of the day flight if you're going to go back east. Red eye flight is better than a middle of the day flight if you're going back east. Taylor, fat your cap. Uh, I'll go with fact on that one. Just don't open the windows in the morning, you know, when it's when the sun's coming up, please. <laughs> True. Travis? Yeah. Are, are you a, uh, if you don't get enough sleep, are you grumpy? Yeah. Then it's not for you <laughs> because you won't sleep great. You might get a little bit, but you won't sleep great, and you basically lost the entire night of sleep. Um, but if you're a, a plain sleeper, or you can muscle through a day or two on short sleep. It's a great way to do it. You don't lose a day. You 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 do your day here. You show up there the next day, and you got a full day ahead of you. I, a red eye is a good way to go. Love red eye. Yeah. yeah, and it's not that I get a lot of sleep because I don't. One time I took it. You don't I had- lose a day. No, no, it's it's clutch. You got. Yeah. I mean, I I I'm a. If I have the option, I'm taking a red eye, especially if I'm going out to the East Coast. One time, I had this. Uh, I had a meeting out in New York, so this is back in the business side, and I left at midnight, maybe even left a little bit earlier, and my appointment was at eight thirty a.m. at a coffee shop out in New York. Okay. I took 
Um, I took, I, I don't even know what it was. I think it was like a NyQuil or something like that. I'm like, I need to sleep because I got a full day, appointments, whatever it was. Bro, my mind lost the battle, and I wasn't sleeping, and I had NyQuil. So I went into that meeting <laughs> at 8.30 a.m. How's he feeling? Yeah, I went into that meeting at 8.30 a.m. But once I get in, like once I start and the engine's going, I could go the rest of the day. I think, Em, I think you'll much more prefer taking a red eye than losing that time. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited, but it was also the cheapest option for me, and prices were crazy expensive. So, uh, last one. So, uh, this is not airport necessarily, but it's travel related. Uh, I have a lot of family in my, I have a lot of people in my family that love cruises. I'm not one of those. So, you would rather be on a cruise than travel in a van for a week. So, if you had to go on vacation, these are the only two options: either a cruise or a van for a week. You would rather be on the cruise than a van. Travis, fetch your cap. Cap, give me the van. I, I don't need to be out on a boat in the middle of nowhere trapped. Like, if, I, a cruise doesn't really interest me under ideal circumstances. I just, it's not my my jam. Like, being, because my understanding, and I yeah. know the people that love cruises love cruises. And I think it's I, it's one or the other. I, I think you're right. I, I think like you're either on the cruise team or you are not on the cruise team. But just going around and stuffing yourself silly every single day does not really interest me a whole lot and my understanding is that's what those are it's just an opportunity to eat nonstop yep. and go to I, I i have no interest in that plus i don't want to be on a boat i just <laughs> i just don't want that i am not a cruise guy i don't think i'll ever be a cruise guy um i love road trips yeah. so you're telling me i get to get in a van and pick the places i'm going to go to and find the restaurants i get to go to and stop whenever the hell i want and have my own peace and quiet and play the music that i want that sounds much more attractive to me than being on one of those. You don't want to go see the ship comedian and then the ship floor show and then go have the buffet again and then go swim in the human soup in the pool. It's just not not really for me. They have a hoop? But you're at sea. Probably. They got a but hoop, the hoop's maybe. moving. You're on a boat. Right? I mean, it's They're a about boat. about to play another game in San Diego. In that, uh, <laughs> right, the battleship? Yeah. Or the aircraft carrier, I should say. Not for me. Taylor, what about you? I'm going fact on this one just for the fact that I have not been on a cruise before. I know that I love road trips. I you know, travel that way a lot of times in my life, but never been on a cruise. But Travis and Slayer kind of talking me out of it the more I'm listening. Yeah, we're negative as hell have when you, it comes yeah. to So cruises. have you been on one? I've been on one, but it wasn't like a one-week one. Yeah. It I, wasn't one of those. Me too. I, I, I was on one that was like we got on in the morning, we cruised all day, overnight, and then we arrived at our destination the following midday. Yep. So it was only one I night. I did one of those in Europe. And it, that's where I did it too. I yep. did it from um, St. Petersburg to Helsinki, Finland. We kind of went across mm. the, the way there. Um, was that the North Sea? Maybe, maybe? You need some warmer waters. It was, it, and it was fun, but it was also like, yeah, I don't need to be on this thing. Imagine anymore. a week. No, no way. And I know they're stopping. You know, they're going to certain places, and they're um, they give you an opportunity, like they'll whatever four hours, or you get half a day that you're spending in a certain location. I don't know. It's not for me. You didn't want to ask why I was in St. Petersburg. Why were you in St. Petersburg? None of your business. It's <laughs> <laughs> Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together. Why did I struggle with insurance right there, Al? I don't know. So you can save on both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. You know what's kind of interesting? Face tattoos? <laughs> well, sure. Yep. We would like, I, I like that we have a, a community that we've created here on the Travis Lee Show, that we have a community of guys from all walks of life. We've got... Guys that look like me, guys that look like you, guys that have 
faces of tattoos. That rhymes a little bit, right? That that we got a little bit of everything. That's what makes the community so good. Now we just got to get them to vote for next year. We're we're all the way home. <laughs> on our way. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna dominate the uh, face tat category when it comes next year. I think that's a uh, that's our lane. That's where we can exploit some advantages. It's funny when you say that when you got. I think at the event on Friday it was a perfect example. You just said, you "Got so many different people." Awesome, but so many. You know, nobody. This is part to do with LA as well. I mean, it has everything to do with LA. Did you see? I, I posted. Um, Didn't see it on Saturday. <laughs> posted. You would actually like this. I probably would. It's a food photo. Ooh, of. Um, it's that place. I think I told you at one time the Sichuan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I went there again. It's just stupid. It's ridiculous. Like this is in San Gabriel Valley. I think Alhambra is the exact place. But bro, you can literally. Hey, I want Vietnamese food. Yeah, you're gonna find it. <laughs> hey, I want authentic Thai food. Yeah, you're gonna find a region. Mexican food, obviously, it's a no brainer. Jamaican food, like whatever it is, it's here. It. I felt like the listeners. When we went on Friday, it was so it's such an eclectic group. It, it, it absolutely is, and, it. and you're right. It's a direct reflection of where we are. If, if you're doing the show in uh, Topeka, probably a little different. Probably a little different. Get good steak. I don't know if the Thai food is something that I would recommend. Good potatoes. Maybe, maybe yeah. Good potatoes. Boise. Get some potatoes in uh, Boise along the way. The Freddie Freeman thing, I think, is really interesting mm-hmm. because here and here's why uh just to kind of reset buster only tweeted um a minute ago that freddie freeman has fired his agents at excel he is now self-represented because he was very happy with or unhappy i should say with the way that the negotiation went this last off season combine that with their recent trip to atlanta combine that with the clayton kershaw comments and mm-hmm. i think there's at least an outline of freddie freeman being less than 1000 percent pleased with how it all played out Dodgers really haven't had to deal with anything like this in a really long time. Like they're well, that's not true. I just thought of something else. Well, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say it hasn't been since Puig, but I, I mm-hmm. forgot about Trevor Bauer. Yeah, I, I forgot that Trevor Bauer was here last year. Circumstances were different, very different, mm-hmm. very different. And by the way, a little bit similar to Trevor Bauer, that Freddie Freeman's performance has been exemplary they're they're really other than he wasn't really hitting for a ton of power which he seems to have rectified um the last couple of weeks or so his if you didn't know if you didn't read those quotes you would think that he's fully acclimated to being here in los angeles but doesn't sound like it and 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 that's a thing when your best player or second best player has even a little bit of uh, it's a thing it didn't come up like the the all season long, it's not something that I thought of. I, listen, I knew how much, um, I knew how much you could tell the Atlanta community meant to him. Mm-hmm. You could tell how proud he was to spend those twelve years with the Atlanta Braves. You could tell how memorable it was. But at, at no real point was I saying to myself when Freeman would come up to the plate, or when you're just thinking about Freddie Freeman as a, as a Dodger, was I thinking to myself. Is this guy fully engaged? Is that that was never a question to me? me like, I, I didn't I see it. There was agree with there you. was nothing there that I could tell you. And Couldn't I think agree more. I think leading up to the Brave series, I actually I looked at it the other way. I'm like, hey, it's kind of cool. This guy's about to get his World Series ring. I'm sure this is you know he had the emotional press conference before he went on the field, and then on the field he had another emotional one where they're asking him the questions, all that stuff. I, nothing even clicked to me in any of that. I'm like, hey, why wouldn't he feel a certain way? about this organization, he got his World Series ring. None of that really kind of stood out to me. 
the, I'm, I'm just being completely honest here. The first time it really kind of dawned on me, Kershaw's quote. Kershaw's quote was like, where did that come from? You know, you know and, and maybe just because we're not in the middle hey, of hey, it. Ansley, I know we said it yesterday, but it bears repeating. It's Clinton Kershaw. It, it, it's not Trey Turner. It's not Gavin Lux. It's not. It, it's there's no louder, more authoritative, respected voice in that whole. By the way, it carries more weight than Dave Roberts. It carries more weight than Andrew Friedman. There is nobody that has a more right about that. respected voice yep. in that entire organization than Clayton Kershaw. It, nobody. It was also. It's not the person that you would think. Like if Dave Roberts said it. Dave Roberts has a mic in front of him every single day, mm-hmm. pre, post, interviews, this, that, the whole thing. He's got a microphone. There's always topics that are going to be coming up, blah, blah, blah. The fact that it was Kershaw, I think, does mean something. And the fact that it was very pointed. It's not like he was beating around the bush. I don't feel like he was beating around the bush. Yeah, I don't but, think so but do you agree that when I first read that quote, I was like, where the hell did that come from? It was weird. There's no other word for it. It was super weird because of who it was from and what it was. I'll read the quote again. It was very cool to see the reception on Friday night. He's obviously been a big contributor for our team. I hope we're not second fiddle. It's a pretty special team over here, too. I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll really enjoy it. It was a good night for him on Friday. You know, it's funny. We've kind of we, we've talked about we're second fiddle. He's been a big contributor. We're pretty special over here, too. You know what we haven't really chewed on in this, which I think Honestly, maybe the most important part of this, and and good news, honestly, good news, I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll really enjoy it because that implies he's uncomfortable, right? When you say, hey, I, I won't just get comfortable, it means you're not, right? If this is him performing uncomfortable, yeah. what does comfortable Freddie Freeman look mm-hmm. like? Are we talking about a guy that's going to hit 30, 35 home runs, bat three, th- I mean, maybe. We've seen we've seen him put up crazy numbers like that before. Maybe this is oddly a, a really good thing that can kind of launch him in a new in, in a new direction because he's been really good, but he hasn't been great. Maybe he will be. Do you think this is a a page turning? Because let me give you the last be, right? let me give you the last four days, five days. Freddie Freeman goes back to Atlanta, gets his World Series ring. Let's out all those emotions that were inside of him. Kershaw comes with a quote, and then today he fires his old representation. Do you think that this is? Let's put it this a purge, way. so let, to speak. Let, let, let's put it this way: If Freddie Freeman comes out the rest of the let's in the next month, where you just kind of start seeing that we, we've told we, we've talked about this. You know, when you're at your best is when you reach a point where you're like, you know what, F it. I don't, I don't care. Whatever happens whatever, from here, that's whatever it. happens from here happens from here. I can live with whatever comes next. I don't care. That's a really good position to be in, and a dangerous one in the sense that you're probably going to be the best at what you do based upon that. Freeman just firing his agent. Um, I don't want to tie everything in together, but I'd be curious to see kind of the next thirty days for Freddie Freeman. Firing the agent, though, I mean, the guy got you a incredibly lucrative long term contract. With the best run organization in baseball, you're fired. <laughs> it's weird, right? Had, had he had look, there was. I'm sure none of you guys will remember this name, Jody Reed. Okay, there was Jody Reed was a member of the Dodgers for played second base for him. He's a pretty good player. Yep. And his free agency came around, and they thought he was going to get X 
nobody bid. And it mm-hmm. went around and around, and nobody bid. And he had to take X minus 60%. Yep, yep. He got flattened in free agency. Okay? That's when you fire your agent. Can I give you a good example? Schroeder. Perfect. Perfect example. Guy Schroeder. was about to get four years, 84, turned it down, got, ended up with a mid-level exception with the Celtics. Perfect example. That's when you fire your agent because the agent's like, look – you're telling me there's something else. There's, you need to know there's nothing else out there so we can say yes to this one, okay? It's not what this is. And it's not like, hey, listen, Robinson Cano, when he left the Yankees and went to the Seattle Mariners, yep. the Mariners are a terrible organization. They don't win any games, mm-hmm. but they paid him like $250 sure, million. Sure. So, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense. Top dollar, really well-run organization. A chance to win a World Series. Great culture. Mm-hmm. Chance to win a World Series. You're fired? Well, that, that, That's weird, Al. But uh, I know what you're saying, but I don't think that there's obviously something we're not privy to, and here's the, here's the reality of it. It's not for Freddie Freeman, does it feel like it's just about that? Like his relationship with the Braves and how it still affects him today, it's not just about the dollars and cents. How did you treat me? Did I get what I was looking for? You hit me in the heart. You know, like there's things like that that I think that is – for somebody else, it could be just simply a transaction. I don't think for him it's simply a transaction. I have another conspiracy theory, right? We're, we're just in Atlanta. Maybe he got to with some people and said, listen, man, your guy came in here and said, boom, 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 boom. And he went, wait, what happened? Mm-hmm. I, it, it, we, we really wanted you to, but this, it went boom, 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 boom. And he had no idea it went boom, 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 boom. What's coming back to him is, hey, listen, they're, they're lowballing us. They want Matt, An- Matt, Matt Olson. I can't yeah. get it. Let's go talk to the Dodgers. And it made, I mean, I'm again, I'm just making stuff, but. That makes some sense, sure. Considering where they were and the chain of events that has happened since then, or it could be as simple as this: I never ever wanted to leave, and I can't believe that I did. And now, when I went back and saw it again, now I even miss what I miss more than I did before. Hmm. It could be that too. It could be a lot of things. None of it really good news for the Dodgers, um, or great news for the Dodgers. That, however, it ended it. up. Yeah, he is right. a Dodger. You're right, and well, and Kershaw giving him that quote maybe wakes him up from. Time to be a Dodger. An NBA team in Los Angeles had their championship odds go up, and it wasn't the Lakers. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.